0: would say my favorite line for the past two weeks with me being absent was when Brent goes, this show gets so fat when Johnny leaves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we, cause Ryan and I were on one side of the teeter totter and then yeah. you left and then we were just on the ground. Ass oh, in the dirt. The, the, the
0: orgasmic fast food chat was, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we always do a little boy chatter, but this was yeah. like, I mean, this oh, yeah. was,
2: Food we were abortion. we were in our element. Mm-hmm, uh, yes. I, I wasn't wearing pants. I oiled my oiled my thighs up. Yep. <laughs> it was a good time, man. Mm-hmm. Lit a candle. Got romantic mm-hmm. in here. Tartar sauce squirting everywhere.
1: Oh, I uh, I did. I told uh, producer mom earlier today. I said, hey, up, um, I'm doing the cafeteria. And she said, what are you guys talking about? Well, I said, uh, it's just a general chat thing. And she's like, well, what do you talk about? I was like, well, we talk about cream pies a lot. And uh, and she goes, uh, I don't. She didn't get what those were. But she's she's like, you you mean the little Debbie ones? I love those. (laughs) She's like, I've had one. I'm like, well, I think you had two. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for bringing him up. Uh,
2: Yeah. I I I love the fact that you would say thanks for bringing that up to your mom. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she knows. She <laughs> if you're talking about it
1: that yeah, that was uh i didn't do it right away that's too soon yeah. but uh, uh, i would
2: just love the fact that like, yeah so yeah thanks for bringing him up <laughs> yeah we <laughs> like, do what? that now so my son
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, your dead son. the 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 baby swaddled in cloth yeah <laughs> swaddling clothes modeled also i get, need to give a shout out to patron tc libby he mailed me uh, this Blu-ray DVD. It's a Kickstarter uh, DVD that he got. He's passed it on to me. It's called Frankenstein Created Bikers.
0: I haven't watched okay. it yet.
1: But uh, it's, apparently it's not on anything, so we could do a watch-along, but it's only on this Blu-ray DVD,
0: so, so shout-out to TC Libby. You're going to have yeah. to toss it in your DVD player, rip it for us, mm-hmm.
1: and
2: send it to you. Could do all that? Uh, no, but I'll figure yeah. it out. I appreciate you. Now, or, or if you could figure out a way to share screen, like if you just get it through.
1: That's like, true. You yeah.
2: Know, like OBS and we can watch it that way. That'd be, I'd be interested. That, that, that sounds delightfully terrible. Yeah. Like, it's uh, on right. the
1: inside is uh, they said uh, exploitation masterpiece. So oh. hopefully. Yeah. There's a uh, women and, and motorcycles. What more do you need? All so?
2: right. Yeah, I don't know. I just came
1: right now hearing about it. And what's the title of it? Frankenstein created bikers, a reanimated outlaw biker finds himself addicted to a diabolical substance and hunted by uh grenade tossing femme fatale bounty hunters, law enforcement, a rival motorcycle gang what? mutations and topless stripper hit squad. I'm in. Hold on. The title is Frankenstein created bikers. Yeah, it's not hyphenated. So
0: what does that mean that Frankenstein created bikers or does that mean that all the bikers look like Frankenstein?
1: I don't know. Okay. I don't, you're asking well, too many I. questions. Well, all right. What well, do I?
0: I mean, you know, fuck me then. Yeah. Uh,
2: fuck and, 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 and I will say what you just read in the back, uh, the back mm-hmm. of the old uh, box there. Yeah. Sounds pretty interesting to most people. Mm-hmm. For me, it's a Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday. That's, a, that's a Tuesday for me. That's right. Well, uh,
0: I'm ready. Let's do a watch along. I'll eat my pita squares and hummus. And mm-hmm. you uh, you guys can eat
2: whatever bullshit you want to eat.
1: We're g- let's get fat.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get fat. Well, a- every item that we listed uh, during the recent episode where we went over our favorite fast food items, mm-hmm. Brett and I will make ourselves a little uh, uh, fat guy charcuterie board. <laughs>
1: oh, let just go nuts. Let's mix a Big Mac and a Whopper together. You think anybody's mm-hmm. ever done that? Oh, the Big Whopper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean Tuesday?
2: Yeah. I mean, you mean what I make my wife call me when we're making love? Oh,
1: give me the big Whopper. What's oh. your special sauce? Oh, Excuse yeah. me. please. I, refer I, to my me. wife is called
2: Bear, apparently.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah
2: please refer to me as Whopper Mac. <laughs> oh, Whopper Mac. That sounds like a, a an old uh, Night at the Apollo uh, comedian.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And give it up for... <laughs> Give it up for this young brother, Whopper Mac.
2: I ain't scared of you,
1: motherfucker. I ain't scared of <laughs> cholesterol, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, I I did start. Uh, I sent you guys in the chat. It's not a said breaking his leg, so relax, Johnny. Okay. Uh, I sent it to you because it's a Philadelphia news story. Security robots are at a Philly Lowe's stores. Uh, really? So they have uh, robots in in Philadelphia. You can click on that link there, and it looks like a. Uh, I don't know what this robot looks like. Kind of a R2D2. Yeah. So they're going to, they're only in the parking lot, but yeah, I figured you uh,
0: Philadelphia is the kind of city that's really going to welcome robots. Not exactly the the greatest <laughs> option to, to toss robots in as a trial run.
2: Yeah, I you know, figured... uh, yeah. Wasn't it around Philadelphia where like there was that pretty famous story. There was like a hitchhiking bot like robot and it got all the way across uh, Canada and then within like two days, it was found murdered on the side of the road near Philadelphia. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah, that's 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 some Philly ass shit right there.
1: Uh, hitchhiking but, robot safe in several countries meets its end in Philadelphia.
2: Yeah, <laughs> there you go, Philadelphia, where they chuck batteries at Santa and kill friendly yeah. robots. Yeah.
1: It was only a year old. They killed the poor kid and, oh, eat, uh... that,
2: and eat that police horse shit because <laughs> they might be murderers, but they still back the blue. You know what happened? Uh, El Wingador
0: was uh, was high off cocaine and chicken wings, <laughs> and he came across this robot. He's like, "Well, I can't trust this." And Just destroyed it. That's what happened.
1: I can't. I can't believe they. I I would assume this thing cost uh, fifty thousand dollars or more, and they put it in a city where they riot, whether they win or lose. Yep. Let's just or, let or, it roam or, the parking lot. Yeah.
2: I, I, yeah. I do love that. What? Like the first sentence of the second paragraph. What seems to have surprised Philadelphians most about these new robots, aside from their very existence, is that they've managed to survive for several weeks <laughs> in the <this> city.
0: <laughs> also, why a Lowe's? I mean, do you need
2: robotic security at a store that sells wood? Some have already nicknamed them snitchbot. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and it's Robot only in
1: the parking city. lot, it's not in the store. Yeah. So I don't, but I don't know what it's supposed to do. I want to let, see people like, do, tag it with graffiti and shit. It, it uh, can, Yeah, it doesn't recognize faces, but can recognize the human form. I, I, th- I think
2: probably what it is meant to do is to prevent uh, a couple of guys who are up to no good for starting mm-hmm. making trouble in their neighborhood. Yep. I bet that's probably what it is,
1: because Even otherwise
2: L- Lowe's moves to Bel Air.
1: <laughs>
2: you have no more Lowe's anymore.
1: How come you don't want me, man? Because <laughs> I
2: started going to Home Depot. oh
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Johnny, I figured you'd appreciate that. You got some uh, robots running the running the streets down down there in Philadelphia. Hey man.
0: Look, Philly needs it. They need these robots that can get murdered, and you don't actually go to prison for.
2: Maybe you go to prison when you murder a robot. I don't even know. I, I mean, I would imagine it's one of the if they cost what you said, like fifty grand a piece or something.
1: I don't like know. That? I just get it's a robot, so I assumed it's not cheap. I mean, I remember. Um, When I was in high school,
2: there was uh, some people who destroyed a couple of the new trees, like kind of like as a prank Mm -hmm. thing, like they're like planted trees, like on the property and they caught up and those were like, like there was a good chance they were going to go to prison because they were like, it was like $30,000 or something worth of trees. So I can imagine if someone, you can go to jail for not, you know, not for murder, but you're destroying some expensive shit. That's not yours. You'll probably get arrested if they catch you take that robot hippies uh,
1: 398 pounds this robot 62 inches tall uh the it's the thriller from manila well i'm I'm gonna call
2: my dick the low security robot because it's got the same measurements motherfuckers
1: (laughs) (laughs) my dick's (laughs) 400 pounds please kill me
2: 400 My pounds, God. 62 inches. I will never find
1: love. <laughs> Let me put it in your cart corral, baby.
2: <laughs> this is so annoying. I'm trying
0: to get on the soundboard, and it's making me give a password, and I have no goddamn idea what the password
1: is. Try cream pie. Okay. <laughs>
2: I will. Or Arby's.
1: Yes, oh, we God. probably changed all our passwords to fast food-related items in the last two weeks.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, you guys are going to be excited for this. I, I prepared uh for the episode cuz I was gone for a couple of weeks I'm like huh what what could I possibly talk about and then last night my body decided to projectile vomit shortly after the stroke of midnight mm. multiple times Hell into the yeah. kitchen sink
2: my body
1: yeah <laughs> my, my body, body rejected me now what do you attribute this to cuz you were uh in the you were flying for you are a, a long world
2: time. traveler for a bit
0: Dude, I don't know. I got home super late Sunday night. Monday was a busy day, and I started feeling a little bit weird. I, mean, I have not vomited due to – I have not vomited in years, but a non-alcohol-related vomit has not happened probably since childhood. Like, it's been mm-hmm. a hot minute, you know? And I started feeling a little bit of weird after dinner, and a little after midnight, tried to lay down. Couldn't lay down. Just felt weird. So I went out to the old voiceover booth behind me, started working on some auditions, and uh, I was, I was like, getting those, like, kind of, like, borderline barf burps where I'm like, oh, that doesn't, uh that doesn't feel good. When you make ugh. a lot
1: of saliva in your mouth, that's all I can tell I'm about to throw up when I, I start to, to make a bunch of saliva.
0: Well, you ever have the uncomfortable burps where, like, you feel like your stomach is about to upchuck on you? Every
1: day. Yeah, oh, 24 every 24 <laughs> hours a day.
2: Yeah, I call that Tuesday.
0: <laughs> That's how I start every morning. Uh, I was getting those, and then all of a sudden, it got to the point where I was like, oh, no. I had to sprint through the garage into the kitchen sink, and luckily, <laughs> it was like, picture your favorite vomit sleeve, crank yanker's puppet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Dude,
0: I just <laughs> got to the kitchen sink, and luckily, I got the right side where the garbage disposal was, and I was just <laughs> like, and after the first time i was like whoa that was a lot well i must be done For a second, time. second time goes and i'm like oh my god i didn't know i had that much a third time and then after the third time i was like all right well good i'm starting to feel a little bit four times in a row just massive i had to hit the garbage disposal button twice and this is of course, the whole house is sleeping and I'm in the kitchen just going
1: oh! <laughs> <laughs> trying to vomit
2: quietly, you know, and, and after each time I'm going, oh, God, oh, God, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, 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 so so I've grown to appreciate vomiting as an adult because generally now it's re- it's associated with relief. Yeah, for me, you know, like, it, it, but in the moment, oh. it's awful. In the it's, moment you're praying,
0: like I swear to God, if you let me stop puking, I will never ever sin ever
1: again. Yeah. Get by r- hit by a car and die. Which yeah.
2: Johnny but, but, you know what I'm talking about.
1: I hate it. I hate it. I hate, <laughs> it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. <Eddie Murphy. laughs>
2: oh. But 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 I will tell you, uh, acoustically, I think vomiting's hilarious. J just, just because like When you're in that moment, like, I don't know if you guys do this, but when I'm about to throw up, I'm like, this is happening whether I want to or not. And if I try to like hold it back or whatever, it's like, so I'm like, okay, if this is going to happen, I'm at least going (gasps) to, I'm going to make this as loud and dramatic.
0: It's like a messy sneeze. You just got to let it go.
1: Now, are you guys the type that when you hear uh, like, preemptive vomiting you want to vomit like if you heard Bleh! like like steve-o did that on jackass a lot producer wife does that she can't hear that oh. noise producer all also See, yeah
0: so many things gross her out to where like just out of the bushes just go and i'm like are you <laughs> yeah. a cat is that a fur ball what are you
2: doing yeah, yeah. I, I, not the sound the sight though i i don't like looking at gross stuff the the sounds of it don't bother me uh but but like if if but Like, even when, like, the dog vomits, like, that's enough to make me go, just, like, looking at it. But, like, the actual, Oof, 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 I think it's hilarious. Right. I mean, because that's just the
0: gag reflex that you know so, you love it so well.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, so, like, I never get bothered by the sound because I don't know what it is since I have no gag reflex. Right. Exactly. You just. Yeah. I know yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Am I talking about, Johnny, you missed a lot. Yeah,
0: right. Ryan E Miller 2023.
1: <laughs> There's a blowing of blowing puking, dudes puking <laughs> noises. I put it's uh ASMR puking.
0: Right. <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, remember when uh back in the day we were on the phone call one time and you were you were going to like a, you were going to see a smackdown or something, and we just made up the hypothetical situation of like <laughs> someone on commentary going,
2: and if you care to look into the crowd, Ryan E. Miller is blowing everyone right now. <laughs> <laughs> just blow it, just going through the yeah. That was a joke that uh, you, me, and old uh, uh our buddy Peter Avalon. <laughs> that got, that it was uh, JR commenting, by God, he's blowing everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that man's got a mouthful of family. <laughs> <He's got> a... <laughs> oh.
0: oh, Christ. I don't know. Maybe by the end of the episode, I'll figure out the password for this goddamn soundboard. I don't know. I thought I knew it. I don't. Should we don't just think. do it acap, acapoco?
2: We could. I can remember some stuff that I that I've said. Let's see, I'm trying to one to eat and one to fuck. There it Ryan is. email Miller Records. Yeah, 2020. 2022. Rodney <laughs> Miller Records. I don't take no prisoners. Cream, cream pie. Pie.
1: we'll do it live. <laughs> do it it live. Well, Johnny, you want to tell pie. us about all your travels?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you want to talk,
0: talking about? I mean, I, I got to tell you, last two weeks. I downloaded the episode so I I gave us an extra download. You're yeah. welcome.
1: we all we, oh, we noticed it for sure. Yeah,
0: I know. Uh, I enjoyed the holy hell out of the episodes. I was I was giggling. I was giggling out loud. I was LOLing. Uh and I had a, I had a good time. And did, you en- did
2: you Did you embarrass yourself in front of Dlo Brown because you were giggling so much?
0: Uh no, I embarrassed myself for other reasons. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Of course. Um, but, uh, one good thing is when you have so much time on your hands between flights, you could download some episodes and you could listen to them and I could jot down notes, uh, from the episodes, which is a lot of fun. And, uh, one thing, uh, that they did on, so the, the, some of the flights were so long, we got like two meals, which is a trip. Wow. Yeah. I
2: usually, uh, ev- <laughs> usually every flight I
1: take, those two meals. So. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. You, you, you let me go LAX to San Francisco. I'm getting at least <laughs> two meals. All right, I'll have the fish and check chicken, please. <laughs> sir we don't even serve (laughs) the one flight served chicken
0: curry which i ate but then i realized i'm like i'm on a 16 hour flight i don't think heartburn and losing my bowels is like the best option right now but i went with it
1: yeah that's not the best that's like i don't know chicken or tacos or chili not not chicken but like those would probably make you shit a little bit I feel like you wouldn't serve those foods yo
0: that's the hard part. Like our flight coming back uh, from Qatar to Chicago was was legit 15 plus hours. Ugh. And like, there's no way I'm you, you're not doing a number two on a plane. But like after a while, your body starts to be like, hey, hey, find a receptacle yeah. soon.
1: Close. Please get one. And now yeah, did you did you on a plane?
0: I did not shit on a
2: plane. No, I just I hung in there and toughed it out. I would have. Yeah, see, see, I I have to tough it out, too, but mine is uh, uh, anatomy-related. Those bathrooms Mm. are too small for my wide wiping base. (laughs) So, like, if I shit in one of those, I can do the shitting. I can't do the wiping. And that's going to make a really uncomfortable last 12 hours of the flight from Qatar to Chicago. Are you saying you can't do the motorcycle lean in those little... uh... I, I I can't get the I don't have the reach my my arms are too short for it. I I got to have a really wide base. Well, what if you? St- oh, so even if you stood up and st- stood sideways, yep. you can't you, can't. you can't hang
1: can't. the foot out the door a little bit.
2: Uh, I mean, the way I would have to do it, I would have to get out <laughs> up there, do a little pop squat, and that's uh, how they do an emergency landing. <laughs> yeah, Ryan opens the door and someone's waiting. He's like, No, no I'm not done yet. Hang on. <laughs> no, hold on. Either get in here and wipe me or just be patient. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and Ryan's trying to fit his way. He ends up spinning <laughs> around where at one point his gaping asshole is just facing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> on the floor.
2: And I'm stuck.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and they're like, wait a minute. Does he have newborn fetus shit right now? He can't wipe huh. it. This.
1: Oh, God, look at that meconium. <laughs> That's meconium. Call, back, That's call back, back to the Patreon episode.
0: Yeah. If you're, if you're not a patron, you're missing out on meconium talk. Like hot, yeah. hot, up-to-date meconium talk. And you <laughs> should join the Patreon for five Delphi. bucks a month you'll hear about meconium that's uh patreon.com slash cafeteria pod y'all
1: now johnny what please tell me exactly what you were doing and where you went
0: uh this was a tour with armed forces entertainment shout out to afe It's a little tour i started back in 2015 called the ringside salute tour uh where it's it's me and five professional wrestlers we go overseas we uh we, we, we do meet and greets all throughout the day we, we hop to different parts of the base say hi to people take photos give autographs all that stuff and then at night we do a, like a stage show uh, mm-hmm. where're basically like I open the show um kind of get people going explain the tour and then I, I try to give like a WWE style introduction for each wrestler which is it's great every base we had had a good sound system and so I was able to hit their music I was able to like bring out the ring announcing skills and like all that I gave like a long introduction and like credits. And then, like you know, cool like you used
1: to do on this show. But go ahead. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, just you wait. I may have a surprise for you on this episode. No, okay, no
2: okay. just just saying. You've you've spent all this time, probably the last what six to nine months, uh, writing credits for Carlito. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But you won't do it for your boys, Brent T. Hizzy Terhune, mm-hmm. and Ryan Pussy Pounder
1: emailer. <laughs> How come you get a cool nickname? <laughs> well, because I <I'm> pound pussy. <laughs>
0: Well, before we continue the story, speaking of pounding pussy, this kennel coffin cuck is always ready for a night on the town while many would put their Sunday best to go to church. He would put on his. (laughs) Wait, hold on a second. While many would put on their Sunday best to go to church, he puts on his to have coitus with a beef and cheddar, and it's only a matter of weeks until his vanilla-scented baby Babby arrives. <laughs> oh, sweet Babby. Sweet Babby. <laughs> He's representing the Kankakee
2: Valley Cougars. Goddamn, it's been a while. He is Ryan P. Knee, y'all. That's what I'm talking about. Johnny's back. He just needed a couple weeks off to recharge them batteries, yeah. and we got our boy back.
0: I had enough time on the flights to download both episodes and actually write an introduction. So all it's going to take for me to do this weekly is at least twenty four hours on a plane.
2: I think we can arrange that a Middle East tour. <laughs> I'm right. just saying, if we get uh, if we're up to fifty patrons, we will we'll use that money to put Johnny on a around the globe flight yeah. <laughs> once mm-hmm. a week, so that he writes great intros. Fifty on a
0: patrons. Yeah, we're gonna ha- we're gonna send me in a balloon uh, <laughs> for at least twenty four hours. We are going to. I'm gonna eat police horse shit because I back the blue. Correct. Uh we're gonna wipe Ryan's meconium ass before he kills himself. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> and Brent, you, what are you you, doing? you get to name my baby? That's right.
0: Oh yeah. Did we talk about baby names yet, or are we gonna save that for a future episode when it comes close?
2: We're 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 gonna uh, save it because uh, we're not we're not divulging the names that we have yet. Okay, because I have one good one so far, but I don't okay. know
1: more. Yeah. Little okay. meconium.
2: Little
0: sweet meconium. Well, speaking of sweet meconium, this yeah. specific <laughs> Gross. specific and W root bear float can always be found defending cheese fries until the casket drops while tending <laughs> to his watermelon tummy farm and always showing the utmost respect to mother. He's represented <laughs> the boat, Valley Cali high school football jumping Jack formerly rebels, but now Royals. He is bred by God. Terhune.
1: It's good to have you back in full form,
0: Jonathan. I'm telling you, I needed to, the last two episodes were so good. I'm like, I, I got to at least pretend like the show's not better with me you have a lot to
1: not live up to i'll tell you that much son of a
0: bitch i I enjoy it man hearing you guys talk about fast food man if that doesn't make anyone horny i don't
2: know what does cream jeans (laughs) i'm I'm, I'm dribbling (laughs) out the tip right now
1: (laughs) i'm (laughs) like elmer's glue over here
2: oh which might be the least sexy thing i've ever said in my life girl you got me (laughs) dribbling out the tip (laughs)
1: cream in your jeans that, that yeah. might mean you have an std i'm not sure yeah you, you got you test. got
2: me ruining these walmart brand sweatpants right now That's,
1: <laughs> man
2: uh
1: well who was on the tour with you john oh
0: right it was myself it was uh the aforementioned D'Lo brown mm-hmm. the aforementioned Kalito. Also, uh, Victoria, known in WWE and Impact Wrestling. She was Tara, but now, you know, she goes by her real name, Lisa Marie. Lisa Marie. She's the best. And Scotty to hotty And uh, Sergeant Chris Melendez, who's a wounded warrior, lost his leg in Iraq back in 2006, trained with the Dudley Boys on one leg and became a professional wrestler. And so he's got, like, just an amazing story. He uh, he started doing, like, a cadence at the end of every show where like everyone jumps in, like it's cool. Like the way we do this show, it's kind of like stand up to where like with each show, you kind of learn shit. And what's great about like d is also, he's become a producer backstage and he's done, he's wore like every hat. So him and Scotty, I'll be like, Hey, um, what if we like do this? What if we move this around? I'm like, hell yeah. And so we started mm-hmm. doing it. where like, we close out the show with Chris doing the cadence. Uh, D-Lo tells an amazing Mark Henry story. So like, we kind of have that towards the end, but most of it's just, it's kind of riffing. And then I, I run out, like I have a wireless mic and I'm running out to the audience and anyone who asks questions, I run over to them. They ask the questions.
2: It's really fun. Now okay, it, looked, it looked like a good time. It looked like a good time.
1: Hell yeah. When, uh, our pe- people that come to the show, are they wrestling fans? Are they, they're ju- they're on the base. This is what the entertainment it's so- is.
2: Yeah, it's something to do other than <laughs> your job, you know? Yeah.
1: I would say probably
0: 75% are not, necessarily wrestling fans but they're just excited that anyone's coming through so you know so they're gonna go if they're free and then but there's always every show we do there's always like a small percentage that are like big time fans like i lost count of the amount of people that would come up and these people are in their like early 20s mid 20s walking up to like scotty and d like oh my god man y'all were my childhood man i grew up watching like people getting legit like crazy fanboying for like to take a picture with Scotty and, and, mm-hmm. you know, with, with d or then of course um, the women love Victoria. Cause she had like, I didn't even realize she had like a nine year run with WWE pretty much. Yeah. She was there a long time, long time and very decorated and impact won the title a zillion times. And um, yeah, so we had a hell of, and then of course, everyone loves Sarge because of his story and, and motivation. Um, and then Carlito is, he, he probably got recognized the most cause he still looks, a lot like honestly, he looks better than he did 15
2: years ago. Car- Carlito looks like just as young as he is, but fucking jacked.
0: He is. He's a, he's you a know, body.
2: You he just he said the whole body guy thing started off as a joke, and then he just got big. But uh, wait, 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 when he came back for that little short run, what like was it Rumble 21, maybe or 2021? I think it was last year. Man, I might be wrong. It, it, it was one of the pandemic ones, so I think it was 21. Like he was, it was like, oh fuck, mm-hmm. that dude's. I mean, cuz he cuz he was he was normal guy good shape. Mm-hmm. His first run. You know, like, clearly he wasn't like fat or like but he was just like the the most in shape dude at a comedy show we would go to. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like now he's like, "Oh, that's a fucking that, that's that man That guy shape. is somebody. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah.
1: Look at him, yeah.
2: The the fact that he has not been brought
0: back is a goddamn crime. Like he is still at the top of his game. I heard I I think WWE is doing a pay-per-view in Puerto Rico coming up. So to, to not have him involved would just be silly uh so yeah yeah, he's he's incredible he got recognized the most i would say out and about uh i think we were in we're in egypt and one afternoon like everyone else was really tired but my my thing is i want to see as much stuff as possible
1: i'd be tired but i'd be like that because uh, you know my travels have rarely taken me to egypt yeah yeah how
2: how often do most people other unless you're egyptian casually get to like go to egypt you know like that's not like that's not like a normal for most people that's not like a Ah, uh, yeah, it's my. I got to Egypt like five times a year. It's whatever. It
1: ain't Panama. I ain't going. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so him and I, along with like our our military um,
0: advisor person, we went out to downtown, uh, Sharm el Sheikh, Egypt. We're walking around. We we actually drank sugarcane. They have this machine. I guess it's famous in Egypt the, the way they do it. They shove sugarcane in this machine, almost like a juicer, and it comes out in liquid form. We're like, all right, we'll try it. So we're walking around sipping. On sugar cane, and we're we're looking to buy stuff, and like the best part is, is, is these people might not speak English, but they recognize Carlito, and they go nuts for it. And like the one guy barely spoke English, but he just goes, "I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool." It's Carlito, <laughs> Carlito.
2: <laughs>
1: which is and the thing Carlito bet, says is, "I, I bet, that, that he here. spit
2: right in his face."
1: <laughs> totally just... We do have it. to pause and, and acknowledge that you willfully ingested sugar. Yes.
2: Apparently, if we want uh, Johnny to indulge his sweet tooth, we just got to go halfway around the world.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the do you guys do have any pyramid water that I could have? Uh, could I could I get some uh, Egyptian turmeric? Can I get some uh, camel trail mix? Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Is this where I get the authentic hummus?
2: hummus? <laughs> From Mount Lynch? Hummus?
0: Well, the thing is, him and I were both afraid to get it. Um, It actually wasn't that crazy like you were expecting i was expecting like a liquid pixie stick and i would have i would have upchucked but no it was actually quite delicious
2: mm-hmm. and uh we
0: we both didn't drink the entire thing we had about half we're like all right we're body guys
2: we gotta toss this shit out in the garage You know.
1: yeah but, body guys
2: yeah. yeah there's one thing you're known for john it's being the body guy
1: that's right they call me brent the body terhune that's <laughs> brent the body uh now it's just yeah i would be hesitant to be drinking at a, in a foreign country, just some substance, because I feel like the United States, it's kind of there's a a standard of mm-hmm. you know you, you if you even if you buy a drink, it's usually in a can or what. You're not just getting a picture of some shit on the mm-hmm. street, you know. Yeah, which I at. wouldn't drink in the United States anyway. So
2: well, and, and also too, I think uh, just cultural palates, just like what you're used to drinking. I, I by no means am I saying this to make it sound like I am cultured but uh you know like the Coke store at Vegas for instance you can do like the sampler of Cokes like the Coke drinks around the world mm-hmm. oh yeah and, and people in different countries just have different you know fr- from what I've heard like if you're from a, a different country uh, everything in America is too fucking sweet that's all like artificially sweetened I, stuff. I can believe that <laughs> yeah it's like even some of this I'm fucking rocking a Mountain Dew right now. I'm like yeah I don't want to drink that swill <laughs> elsewhere
0: <laughs> You should see the Kit Kats. Or so I was told. Like I brought home a bunch of stuff. I shoved so much stuff in my luggage, but I was told like, luggage
2: I, he means ass. Everybody, oh yeah, it.
0: I I boofed a lot of Kit Kats. Um, no, because the kids were like, the Kit Kats are better in the Middle East. Bring back whatever you can. Well, not only did I bring back because they use like it's actual real authentic sugar, the chocolate just tastes better. So I brought back real Kit Kats. But then I'm at the grocery store in Saudi Arabia. And there's flavors of Kit Kats I have never seen in my life. There's like Arabic coffee. There's cookie crumble. There's hazelnut. There's like people say like, oh, Japan has the best Kit Kats.
2: Japan can kind of kiss my ass because the Middle East. Whoa, he said it here. (laughs) Suck on that, you Japanese fucks. (laughs) I understand the green tea Kit Kats are good,
0: but the Middle East Kit Kats are really impressive. I brought back as many as I could.
1: So what what places do you head up? You said Saudi Arabia, you said Egypt, or any other worth yep. mentioning?
2: In Djibouti, I'm guessing, by your shirt. That's right.
0: We, uh, we went from uh, Egypt, started off there in Sharm el-Sheikh. Uh, we also went – we flew into Cairo, which that – oh, boy, that airport is a pain in the balls. They just – you have to run through three different security things. And, of course, Scotty brought his tag team title. Uh, D'Lo brought his European championship. And Lisa brought her women's championship. And every single time, they did not want it. They're like, "You have to like check this. You have to ship it." And we're like, "No!" And Scotty's like, "Hey, this belt costs ten thousand dollars." <laughs> like, they're trying to understand what's going on, and we realize that every time going through security, if they stop us because of the title belts, we just point it and go WWE, and the guy goes,
1: "Oh, John Cena." I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> like, a- somehow they they sound Japanese at wherever you are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Konnichiwa. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's how every guy
0: sounded. Because <laughs> at one point, I was carrying Scotty's belt in my carry-on, and so I had to deal with that, whereas, like, he was 10 feet over, and the one guy goes, oh, John Cena. And I point, I go, yeah,
1: John Cena. I point at Scotty go, yeah, <laughs> right John there. Cena. <laughs> yeah. And there's, like, there's no way that's John Cena. You're you getting the pat down. Uh. Uh-huh. So we got through that. So we went from
0: uh, Egypt to Saudi Arabia, which is amazing. Like we flew into Riyadh. The base was about almost two hours away from Riyadh, but we got to hang out in Riyadh a little bit, got to do that. And then uh, the base itself, we actually stayed in these like huge tents. Like we stayed on base. Um, It rained. It rained in Saudi Arabia. Like 30 of the hours we were there out of like the 42, it rained a lot. So we didn't get a chance to do too much. But here's the thing that blew me away. Like, I knew producer Amal had a following in the Middle East. I lost count of how many times people recognized me being in Saudi Arabia and UAE. Like,
1: Goncina, there he is.
0: (laughs) Dude, we, we land in Saudi Arabia. And, you know, you have to go through passport control. And there's there's women working there. There's men working there. and There's a bunch of women there who are completely covered up, mainly except for the eyes. And there's one woman, I I believe, uh, covered except for her face. And I'm doing the passport thing. And I see her looking at me like kind of weird. And then three other women come running over and they're whispering to each other. And I just hear ML. And then uh, I grab my passport. I'm like, hmm. And the one woman goes, excuse me, can I ask you a question? And I just go, Zosti Min Abha, which means my wife is from Abha, which is like another part of Saudi Arabia. And they all started clapping. Going, oh, we're from Abha. We love her so much. Oh, my God. It's nice to meet you. And we're talking and having a good time. It's like the coolest interaction ever. And then one of the male employees comes over to me. He just comes over. He goes, sir. Basically, like, hey, move along, buddy. Move, move, move along. Yeah. Enough of
1: this shit. Um, Let's clarify though. You, the woman you're with, she has a big social media following in the Middle East, right? That's what yes. You're saying.
0: Primarily, I mean, it's a couple of different things, but mostly on Snapchat, which in the Middle East, Snapchat is like the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I knew it was big. I didn't realize I would be getting. Now, obviously I stick out a little bit because I'm a I'm a pale. You're pale a body individual. guy. Yeah, I'm a body guy. I'm a pale body guy. Mm-hmm. But I didn't expect it to be like as big as it was like I, we're in the airport leaving Saudi Arabia and one guy's just like, Hey Johnny, welcome. And he's just there with his wife and, and kids. I'm like, Hey, Hey, travel. Well, <laughs> uh, in UAE, I went shopping at this mall cause uh, there was a perfume store that she loves. And so I was able to like smuggle back in some colognes and perfumes and oils and whatnot. And I leave and I'm sitting there waiting for a taxi and I'm on my phone trying to work this damn taxi app. And another woman who's who's covered except for the face comes walking up to me, but I didn't notice it. I'm on my phone, and I just hear, "How is Amel?" And I'm like, "Huh? Oh, she's good. I just went FaceTime shopping with her. Like I noticed, you know." <laughs> oh! <laughs> and then yeah, uh, she goes, "Nuts!" It's nuts. And then she goes, "Oh, could I have a photo?" I'm like, "Sure, we could take a photo." She goes, "No, no, no. I just want to take one of you. <laughs> I'm going to send her the photo to say that I met you." I'm like, "Okay." So I just stood there. I just go. <laughs> And that was it. And so um, it was. And then a lot of people don't even you could tell they recognize you, but they don't say anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it was a very like uh, going out in Riyadh was very interesting. And then but UAE is is very close. So it's also got a lot of people of, of who would know her as well and followers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then from UAE, we went to uh, closed off in Djibouti. I don't recommend going to Djibouti if you don't have to. There's a lot of issues there.
2: Yeah, you know what? Uh, my wife the same way. Every time I ask her if I can go in Djibouti,
1: uh, it's the, not uh... your birthday, Reginald.
2: <laughs> your real name's Reginald. I don't it's know Re- Yeah, know. Reginald Ryan. Email her. It's on my Wikipedia. Damn it, call mine. It's another five months of the anniversary.
1: Go visit much, Djibouti though. on your own time. <laughs> <laughs> that you're being recognized for somebody else being famous.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: Now, which yeah. I, I mean, in fairness,
2: he's never going to be recognized for him being famous. So, like, good, yeah. good for him. Good for Johnny. Okay totally okay
1: with that. Yep. Now, what did she say when when you're like, "Hey, people know me from you"? Was she like, "I told you"? She, no, that's that's exactly what she said. She's like, "I, I, I told you," because she told me
0: it was going to happen. I was like, "Nah, people don't. They're not going to know me." Yeah. And oh my god, by day two in saudi arabia i was like holy shit and she's like i
1: told (laughs) you now what what would you say on like snapchat i i'm i'm not a teenage woman so i haven't been on snapchat in a long time nor have i unless i I was looking for a bear filter so i could sniff cocaine when Uh i did a video a few weeks ago but uh what is is she have a follower count i don't know how that works currently yeah i mean as Snapchat. far as i know
0: it's it's just like any other app where you like you, yeah you know how many followers
1: someone. so what has numbers like. are we talking about i i i, I don't even know we should can she what a killer to share the cafeteria podcast and i, I want to be way bigger <laughs> in places that we don't live or go to ever she probably has before uh, she probably i'm
0: just busting yeah. balls and but it's but the problem is people listen to us and they're like nah fuck this Yeah,
1: yeah, just a bunch of body guys talking about being body guys.
0: (laughs) That's it. Just talking about supplements and turmeric and hummus. Boy chatter. A little bit of boy boy chatter. Chatter. Hummus is the number one locker room talk.
1: Mm -hmm. So don't go to Djibouti.
0: Yo, the oh my God. So the airline employees, as we're leaving, first off, getting there in Djibouti, the guys running the passport control were a big old pain in the ass. I had my international travelers. I had all that shit. They didn't understand it. That took a while. But then leaving... We were flying on Qatar Airways. Every airline on the planet, you're allowed one carry-on computer bag gimmick and one carry-on luggage. Everyone knows this, especially mm-hmm. we were going from Djibouti to Qatar. We were doing a goddamn international flight. They busted Scotty and I's balls. They were like, because I was already checking two bags, and I had my little carry-on bag and my Oh,
2: bag. Johnny, two checked bags, LaQuasto, everybody. right? Mm-hmm. I got that kind of money. And they
0: stopped me. They're like, you have to check this bag. I'm like, no, I don't. It's a carry on. They did the same thing to Scotty, even though he went the entire trip with just his carry on. And that's where his title belt was. They made him, they would not take no, they made us check all our shit. And I was hot about it. It took me a while to finally go through security and all that stuff. And then they take me up to this lounge where Delos there. Meanwhile, D'Lo's got his carry on luggage. No problem. I was like, they just busted Scottie and nice balls. He goes, I don't know. They let me through as we're about to board the plane. They stop Dilo. They go, sir, you have to check that bag. He's like, the hell I do. I'm like, you just your security people just let me through. So they checked it. And I guess this is what uh, this is just what they like to do. They just like to be a pain in the ass to people. And, uh, for no reason, no reason. Is, just is, like, is it, is it the foreigners or is it to just everybody that they, I, that they do that? It was definitely to us. That's for, and then, then I heard the story about how Djibouti, I don't even want to, I don't want to say too much. Cause I feel like it's fucking crazy. Just like Google how Djibouti is the president and the wife. And it's crazy. Like the military is there because they actually, uh, they employ, they're the second largest employment of Djiboutians in the entire country behind their own government. So like the military there really helps the economy. Cause it's not a good economy.
1: Our military, their military, Which our military are you talking about. Okay. Yeah.
0: It's really cool. We got to meet a lot of people from Djibouti who work on the base, like whether they're like doing construction or whether they're working in the cafeteria, like just, and they got so excited when they, they saw the wrestlers. Cause like, you know, wrestling is shown on all the bases and it's a worldwide thing. And so, uh, you don't
1: need to speak the language to get what's going on with wrestling
0: yeah 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 for sure and so it was just uh it was very interesting like the base is awesome we had the biggest crowd it was super energetic Scotty did the worm on stage with one hmm. of the, the women in the military D-Lo called Ron Simmons on speakerphone and got him to say damn <laughs> that's awesome yeah but yeah I wouldn't go to Djibouti there's there actually are two hotels somewhere in Djibouti and I was like, who goes to these hotels they're like ah people from
1: France like to fly in I was like okay, good for that. yeah, well, th- it's like uh, okay. you guys are like, no, we're not checking the bag, but I'd be so scared to like cause a scene at an airport period, not to mention an international one where they're like, yeah, you live here now. well,
0: jail, usually I would, but this was day eleven by day eleven, you yeah. are just tired and cranky and don't want to put it with bullshit. And so i I knew I was getting taken advantage of, and so I got hot about it and uh but, you know, we dealt with it. Luckily, no one stole anything from my bags. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're good.
1: Well, let me ask you this How much money did you make on this little trip? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: oh, get this shit. I brought my travel mic, and thank God I did. I had to do a two and a half hour live call recording from one of our hotels in Egypt. Because, like, in Egypt, we stayed in a hotel. I had to bury myself under a blanket from midnight until about 2.45 a.m. to do this uh, live call at like, uh, was it 2 p.m. Eastern? Because they were on a time crunch, I'm like,
1: okay. Was it for a voiceover job? Yeah, it
0: was for a project for Hot Wheels. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah, one of my favorite toys to boof. No, well, they're actually that's I think they were made one of the most
1: boofable.
2: Yeah, uh, like what I used to do. Uh, what I like to do, you get the uh, that orange track with the loop to loop. Oh yeah. I set it up at the top of the stairs, the bottom of the stairs, into my gaping asshole.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: This goes right to the I- loops. They Boom, called right the, in there.
1: They called the booth to loop. Yep. <laughs> now, did you have to explain to these people on the other end of this call that you he does in- mean these people? Yeah, these yeah. people, foreigners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Non-whites. <laughs> is <what I> mean. <laughs> Cut that. Cut it. Nope. I don't want that out there. Uh, God damn it. Actually, amplify
2: it. Repeat it, Johnny. <laughs> uh, since you edit, repeat it. and uh, new make soundboard. S- non-white. Slow it,
1: na- <laughs> slow it
2: down. Just slow it down slightly so we all are here. Non-white. Non-white, 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 <laughs> non-white.
1: You know, non-whites, they call them tater salad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <That's> so stupid. <laughs> I uh, will say... Uh, yeah, oh, go ahead, Brinsky.
1: No, I was, I was just... I I want to know more about your your little trip.
0: Well, sleeping on a plane is is never easy, but I had uh, on the way over there. I don't know if it's because like uh, it was a long trip and just being tired. You ever fall asleep on a plane to where you don't go left or right. Your head just goes straight down. And then like you kind of wake up because your neck hurts, but you're still kind of dreaming. And in your dream, you're like, oh, why is my goddamn head so heavy? I can't lift (laughs) my head up. And then but then like you're still dreaming you're like, oh, I can't lift my arms up. Well, I guess this is my life now. And I'm just like, <laughs> half asleep sleep with my head down. It was terrifying.
1: I hate sleeping on a plane. I I can only do it when I'm at the point of just exhaustion. Yep.
2: Yeah. The, the only times I can do it, uh, very rarely on a red eye, I can do it. Or uh, because this is how I like to travel, because we've talked about it. Once I'm done with my shows, I want to be home as fast as possible at that mm-hmm. point. There's nothing left. Uh, So I do like, like even this coming up weekend, I do a lot of, uh, uh, you know, like, oh, I I have a show this Saturday. My flight's at 5 a.m. Sunday to get the fuck home. Yeah. I can sleep on those planes because I don't sleep before.
1: So how many cities were you in total?
2: Uh, We were at bases in Egypt, Saudi Arabia,
0: UAE and Djibouti. But we also had some layovers in Doha, Qatar. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think was it. Yeah. Total. Was it five or six countries? it was a lot like and the weird thing is like internationally sometimes you'll hop on a flight that leaves at 1am like we we had to pull an all-nighter getting into saudi arabia to where like we had a flight that left at like shortly after midnight then we had a layover we got on the base at like nine and nine o'clock rolled around we're like oh we have not slept Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) since last
0: night it's weird it's uh it's not easy like by the end of the tour you're You're hurting. And I think that's probably why I threw up everything in my orifices last night, maybe.
1: For a squirting? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was. Did you have to follow any customs? Because you said you did see women covered up and stuff like that. Did you have to follow any customs for men? Nope. Nope. It's good to be a man. Non white. (laughs) But you didn't have to. uh, You sent a a picture of a bidet. Did you have to poop in any of those weird squatty? Uh toilets.
2: Like, like just what the, like, <laughs> <laughs> the hole in the ground, basically.
1: No, I mean I I I went
0: in the regular toilet and then I drank from the bidet. I think mm-hmm. that's how that's how you're supposed to do it. Well, it sounds like you had a fun, fun trip, Johnny. It was. I sure missed the cafeteria ice. I missed every one of the ites
2: Uh we do have a you want to talk about the patrons while we're at it?
1: Let's, let's plug these patrons. Yeah,
2: yeah. he missed every one of the ites except for the non-whites. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right, Johnny? You terrible racist. Should we call this episode the non-white foreigners? No. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> it's either that or uh, drip from the tip of my dick. Mm.
0: <laughs> drip from the tip. That sounds like a great song. All right. Uh, we got a returning patron this week. Shout out to Amanda. She- Amanda. <laughs> Shout out to Misty Young, Matthew Malin, Kermit Paddock, Christina Downey, Stephen Trumbull, Nikki Spliff.
2: Oh, Paul Rain. Who I saw in Hobart, Indiana. Good to see you, Paul. That's
0: right. Hobart, Indiana. Thank you to Andrew, Rusty, Jeff from Philly, Casey Venema. Rhonda. Also, someone else who showed up to Ryan Neemiller's show, old
2: Craigie Monroe. Craig Monroe. And I yeah. remembered earlier what he actually said. He was uh, going through the merch line, and he told me it was uh, cheaper to buy it than it was to rent run. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. So good, good good, to officially meet you, Craig. It was nice to nice to see you there. Hope good you had a good time. Call.
0: Good call, Craig. Uh, shout out to Mike Hawk, Nicole, Josh Hughes, Zach Belstra, Prafro, T.C. Libby. Joey Egan, Todd Curtis, Bronwyn, Devin Shire, the lady, mm-hmm. Jacob Schwartz, Jason Nicholson, Tom Springsteen, aka the Bals, Roshan, Throbbing, Gobbin, Robin, Richards. <laughs> <laughs> Goblin Richards, <laughs> <laughs> Bart, Crisafi, JR, and that is everyone. We appreciate <laughs> all you cucks. Gook, gook, gook. I don't
2: know. Yeah. And if you want to join us on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash cafeteria pod for as little as five bucks a month. Uh, You get to do nice little watch alongs. You get the video version of the podcast. You get a bonus episode every single week that is exclusive to the Patreon. Uh, We're we're a little looser on that one, which is uh, unbelievable considering how we do not run a tight ship on this. (laughs) But uh, and, and the other thing, too. Uh, and patro- current patrons, you should take more advantage of this. Some of you do. We'll talk about whatever you want. If you ever have ideas, we are willing. We're easily bought. So mm-hmm. if there's something you want to hear us discuss, some interesting fact or factoid or fun little fact, <laughs> some facts. We want to talk about facts. That's what we want. A uh, facts machine. You just let us know. We'll talk about it because because uh, you're putting food in our mouths.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, oh, God damn it, Brent, you sent the goddamn YouTube link of Sid snapping
2: his leg. I got
1: him! <laughs> <laughs> Finally got him! Slow bird. I got
2: him, everyone. I got <laughs> him. I'll have the fish and the chicken, please. I'll the fish and the chicken. Sir, it's a 40-minute flight.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to wash myself with a rag on the stick.
2: And to drink meatball. <laughs> <laughs> Gravy.
1: Uh
0: so, all right, Ryan, you want to put yourself over? Man, you fucking know who I am, you
2: motherfuckers. <laughs> all right. uh, no, cripplethreat.com, cripplethreat8 on all of the stuff. You can see me. I need to update my calendar here. I just realized I have some old dates on the old calendar. Uh, hold up. Load. There we go. Uh, this weekend, uh, as you're listening to this, tonight... March 24th, I'm at the Gibson Theater in Batesville, Indiana. Tomorrow night, doing Helltown in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, Just added, I don't know when tickets are available yet, but just added, uh, April 14th, I'm in Arlington, Washington, doing a show up that way. Uh, I think so. It's a casino. So I'm sure there's some people near death going to be there. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Worse. April 26th, the Park Theater in Holland, Michigan. March, or April 27th through the 29th, Mark Ridley's comedy cast at Royal Oak, uh, Michigan. Uh, then uh, i taking a little time off for the old Babby, yeah, uh, old Babby, babby. but la- but later on in the year, I'm going to be in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Pacoma, Oklahoma, Little Rock, Arkansas, Tacoma, Washington, get those tickets, and also, we're going to have some news on the old specials soon. Yeah. Oh, how is Babby? how how is babby formed
0: (laughs) (laughs) i never Uh, heard of that i was laughing so hard i'm like i've never heard of this babby meme thing ever
2: yeah that that, that is what uh producer ann and i uh refer to uh it it just become part of our normal nomenclature now like Mm -hmm. i'm texting her when she's at work i'm like how's babby (laughs) how's babby doing uh babby's good babby's gonna be a big old boy
1: Hey, how Daddy. about you shut up for about your unborn child? Let me put my date <laughs> real quick.
2: <laughs> hey, you know, my I was going to take my baby to your shows and have you sign his ass. But no, <laughs> never mind. Forget it now. he got, got a big old a
1: butt. Smegma or whatever that stuff. <laughs> we were Meconium. Talking about. Meconium. That's right. Brent, uh, uh, tell us about your Meconium tour. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm on the yeah Meconium, which makes time travel possible besides the flex <laughs> capacitor. <laughs> Uh April uh seventh and eighth, I will be at the Des Moines Funny Bone. And pretty much that's all you need to know. I will say about my special, uh, we're actually peek behind the curtain, recording this on a Tuesday. It should be out on Wednesday, March 22nd Should be. It's called What on Flat Earth? It'll be on Amazon. Uh I'll when I get the link, I will post it because we don't have a link till it actually goes live. But my special will be out. This week if you're hear, hearing this it's probably already out so whoa this got yeah. wow that's early it's like so soon yeah it only took a year and a half it's great
0: yeah I gotta
1: watch too soon too soon
0: i'm so yeah. pumped uh well uh, how are we gonna watch it how are we gonna watch it brent
1: uh on amazon we should okay. do uh a watch along we make everybody buy it mm-hmm. and uh and then we'll watch it
0: I'm pretty sure the patrons will purchase at least one of the specials. Let's see which one
1: they choose. Let's see. Uh. Let's let's all buy one copy of each and then post it to the Patreon (laughs) as as an incentive to join. All right.
0: So we got Ryan uh, taking care of Babby. Ryan uh, Brent special coming out this week. That's Mm -hmm. hot. That's hot. Uh, Otherwise, patreon.com slash cafeteria pod. What do I have coming up? You know, I might be filming a special. Oh, shit. In in June, but I'm not really sure. Uh, um. Other than that, <laughs> uh, got some boxing this Friday live on Fight TV, Undisputed Promotions. Uh, bell time seven thirty Eastern. We got Titan FC coming up. Oh my god, my stomach's still
1: jacked. You gotta up. go throw up in the sink here soon. Oh my tonight.
0: god, I just I ate all the fish and all the chicken, <laughs> even the vegetarian <laughs> option. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, we're gonna be in the Dominican Republic April fourteenth. We got that coming up. Um. Oh, WrestleMania weekend in LA. I'll be doing a bunch of stuff. Uh, I don't really know what yet, but I'll be doing some shit there. As far as stand up, yeah, I gotta figure that out. So, that's all I got. And as always,
1: enjoy your meconium. <laughs>
0: Thank you for joining us in the cafeteria. If you had a good time, rate us five stars. Write us a nice review on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you didn't enjoy yourself, I'm going to be honest. We probably won't do better next time. We appreciate you.